Remember playing with sandcastles? The joy of just getting into the beach or getting into a sandbox and just making stuff, starting all over, having this material that you could make it to anything you wanted. Well, what if a part of that joy was a part of having your best creative year? Today, you're going to hear from one of God and Gig's established creative experts that's going to give you three amazing ways to think of how to level up this year in your creative craft. His name is Rich Kirkpatrick, and he's been on the God and Gigs show before in episode 244. But in this episode, you're going to hear exactly how you can use these strategies to radically change and improve your creative output in this year. Give me just a moment to welcome those of you who are new to our show, and then we'll get into this fascinating discussion. Hello and welcome to our show. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your creative day. And if you are new to our show, thank you so much for giving us a chance. Let me explain why you're in the right place at the right time with the right people. First of all, quickly introducing myself. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm a musician. I'm a coach. I'm an author. I'm somebody who's lived this creative life, thankfully, in the presence of amazing creatives who have helped me to figure out how to thrive as an artist, but also in every phase of my life over 25 years in ministry and artistry. And now I help people like you to achieve what God wants for them in their creative life by connecting the dots between their spiritual life and their creative life so that you can become the creative that God created you to be. And this podcast and our membership, everything is designed around that so that you can really thrive as a creative without compromising your faith. So thanks for joining. Subscribe, connect with all of our socials. You're in the right place and you've found your tribe. Now I'm going to give you some time bound, some updates that may not age well if you're listening later than these updates, but I want to give you some updates. Number one, forgive my stuffiness because I definitely am dealing with the cold. But what I wanted to share with you was some of the things that have happened in the last few weeks that are going to impact the show. And I'm so blessed to know that some of our best friends in both music and in podcasting are joining us for the ride. So I want you just to stay tuned. I'm going to be making some announcements about how we're going to reformat the show, share some ways that you can support the show, some incredibly exciting new developments in podcasting and music that I'm getting to be a part of literally as we speak. I wish I could give you more details, but if I try to do it in this episode, it's going to really confuse you and I got to take time to break this down. But let's just say that the entire way that we operate as a community has always been about interaction, relationship, and authenticity. And I'm finding there are even more ways that now technology is helping us to do that. So kind of a teaser, didn't really tell you much, but after coming from the PodFest convention conference in Orlando and having some amazing connections, just stay connected with our creative checkup newsletter. That's really the best way for you to find out what's going on. I'll be writing about it. It's way more than I can say in one episode, but I will start sharing more about this in the coming days. But I want to get right to this conversation 
with Rich Kirkpatrick. He gave us this amazing tip on how to level up in 2024. Some of our members already have access to all of these tips because they got them in December, but we're going to give them to everybody on a episode to episode basis as soon as we can in the beginning of this year, 2024. Now, if you don't know Rich yet, you can go back to episode 244 and he shared some incredible knowledge as a musician, as a creative coach who's worked with hundreds of creatives, who's written the book called Mind Blown, Unlock Your Creative Genius by Bridging Science and Magic. And I really don't want to do the entire bio. I'd rather you get right into his content and his amazing strategies on how to become more productive and more centered on what you do as a creative in terms of your time. So I'm going to get right into his discussion, but I'm going to break in from time to time to help you kind of see how this can apply to your everyday creative life. So let's get into this tip field strategy session with Rich Kirkpatrick. Hi, God and Gigs. I'm Rich Kirkpatrick. I'm author of Mind Blown, Unlock Your Creative Genius by Bridging Science and Magic. And my best tip to get you leveled up in 2024 is time blocking the creative process. And I've developed the creative process into three basic zones. There's discovery, there's development, and there's delivery. The discovery phase, of course, is that point where we get the idea, where we mine for inspiration, where we find what that is that needs to be solved and define it. So it's, it's a discovery. It's what it is. I call that the dream. The second zone that I call develop, I use the metaphor of the sandbox. It's knowing our limitations, like what is the budget that we have? What does the client want? What are we capable of doing? It's the canvas size, if you will. That's the sandbox. That's where we develop the ideas that we have that we want to create. And delivery, that's where we work on elaborating, or I call it the story, because this is where we determine and criticize all the details. What will a person think of it this way? If you're mixing a song, is this for radio, for instance? Uh, we still have radio, by the way. Anyway, so those three things, when you create, you have to develop ideas, but you also have to dream them up. And you also have to deliver the ideas. Okay, let's pause for a second. What he just shared about the time blocking and these three areas is super important. Now, I've also shared a similar time blocking thing about the five stages of creativity, but I love how Rich breaks this down into only three. And so now we're going to figure out what's that first thing of dreaming? What does that actually entail? And what should you actually do with your time to make sure that you're not just dreaming haphazardly, that inspiration isn't just supposed to come whenever you feel like it? Let's see what Rich says about making this more of a pragmatic approach to something that's very inspirational. What you do is create three zones in your schedule if you can. The first one is one where you discovery, and that's where you kind of find inspiration. So if I'm, as a musician, me going and writing a song, what am I doing to prepare for that? I may be listening to a lot of music that has certain instrumentation on it that's going to help inspire me to do that. It may be listening to music I don't like, so my brain thinks of things 
in a new, fresh way. It may be nothing to do with music, but I need some inspiration. So I go out to a great restaurant with some friends and have a great conversation, and I feel filled up and inspired. But part of that is creativity. That's how I discover things. Because discovery is not just about creating something out of thin air. It comes from the reservoir of things I've prepared for, like your musicianship. Is my musicianship at the level that it needs to be? Can I prepare more for that as I'm looking at this project so I can spend that time during the discover phase at uh, practicing, for instance, a new scale that maybe I'm not so good at, but I want to be great at it. Um, The other thing, too, is looking at inspiration as something I have to work at. So I have to place myself in situations with people and with content and with things that are going to help me grow. Now, once you've dreamed this up, I love this point that you have to get to this more idea of what do you actually want things to look like, designing them, right? And I know Rich uses this kind of analogy between an engineer that you have to kind of focus on what you actually want something to be, how it's constructed. In my diagram, I use this as what I call production, where even as an editor of this podcast or of music, you get the beautiful idea, but then you got to snip and chip and make things look exactly and sound exactly the way they're supposed to, which means sometimes you leave a lot of things on the editing floor. And so I love the fact that he absolutely makes this clear that you have to take time for this. You can't just assume that things will become what they are supposed to become. You have to take the time to design it. Okay, developing, that's kind of like research and development. That's where we take what we are. We we find out that sandbox. And so we have another time block that we set where we work on logistics of things. Like what's what's it going to cost me? How much time do I have to put into it? What is the energy involved? Uh, Who do I need to help me see if this thing really can work? It's like an engineer uh, looking at an architect's drawings and saying that that roof looks really pretty, but you're going to have to change the material on it because it's going to cave in without this material. And so engineering gives you that. So you develop the idea of that house by redesigning its roof, for instance, in that phase. So you need a point in time where your brain isn't just dreaming or looking at inspiration like you discovery. You need to kind of get down to be really critical about what is going to work or not. And so back to the musicianship part of it, am I uh, looking at this song or this passage or thing I'm work, working on or recording, I'm being really critical about it. I'm refining it. Is it ready for that phase? It may be that I find out at that point it's not good. And so the time block I might have on my schedule next time to go dream, I need some more ideas, in other words. What do you do next? How do you actually get this out to people? Well, let's listen to Rich talk about the third and final step, which really makes all of this come together. This is where everything gets refined to get out into the real world. And I use the story as a metaphor because the story talks about several elements. It talks about the setting, like where does it take place? Who are the characters? Like there's a hero and a villain. Uh, what's a conflict that needs to be solved or resolved, that is, in the storyline? And then how does it get there? What is, how, what's the plot line for that? So when I take my project, do I have a time in the story to elaborate on things in such a way that I can figure out this is where this is heading? So my brain then goes to a different point. It goes not for dreaming or not when super critical trying to figure out how something works, but it's actually building the song. It's actually being in the studio, producing it and tracking it, for instance. Okay, so now you've heard all three steps. So how does this come together in your schedule? What makes this practical approach to time blocking your creative work really work in all three phases? Well, Rich explains that 
it's not as really, you know, out there and as hard as it seems, but there is some application that you have to do. So let's ask him and figure out what you actually do day to day to make all of this work in your creative life. It's about mindsets. It's about shifting thinking from being super much like the wizard to being like the robot, uh, like the scientist. Uh, here I'm the alchemist. I'm hoping for something magical to happen. Over here, I'm working on the ground floor, seeing if it works. And you see, in our population, there's some of us who are going to be like the wizard where we're just always in there. And it's easy for us to come up with the ideas, but it's harder for us to implement them. And then the opposite is true. Some of us are like the robots where there's things, uh, when it comes to logistics, when it comes to budget, when it comes to fine-tuning things, we're really good at that point. But you see, our brains are wired to be both of these things. The trick is, do I know how to move between them? Oh my gosh. Okay, so now you understand why I took my time with this particular creative checkup episode and let Rich really work this out. Again, if you want to read everything he shared, he just talked about it in his book, Mind Blown, definitely one of our top recommended resources from God and Gigs. And if it's not already there, I'll make sure there's a link in this podcast show notes in the description, but I will also make sure that it's in our God and Gigs library. If you go to godandgigs.com slash books, you'll see all of the books that we recommend, not just the ones that we have written, but the ones from all of the other authors, podcast guests, and established creative experts that we recommend. And every single one of them is going to make a huge change in your creative life. So please check it. I'm going to make sure I do that right after I finish recording this specific episode to make sure that Rich's book, I think it's already there, but I just have to go and check and make sure that I don't lead you the wrong way. So I'm going to go and make sure that that is there. All right, my friends, thank you so much for enjoying and learning and being inspired and really giving yourself that deep dive into what will make you a better creative, not just in 2024, but in every year after that. And so make sure you stay connected with us once again in our community. Check out our membership if you want to take a deeper dive each week with creatives that are highly motivated and want to grow the way that you want to grow in God and Gigs 360. And no matter what, continue to become the creative that you were created to be. God bless you. And I'll see you next episode.